there's no mom manual. We all know that. So this is the place you want to be. To laugh, to learn, to share, to join. The moms couldn't be more different, but best friends, partners, and now family. Melissa is happily married. Denise is happily divorced. And they're parenting worlds apart. Their thoughts on many things, complete opposite. Complete opposite. Grab your friends and join the moms. Here's Denise and Melissa. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Moms Podcast. And welcome back to you, Melissa. Thank you, Denise. You know, LA is not the same without you. I know. Melissa was in Los Angeles hosting an event for Captain Underpants. He goes, she, I can't even do it right. He does this thing where he goes, la, la, la. <laughs> That's so funny. It's like La La Land, so you're back. I am back. The film is terrific, by the way. Like, I'm a tough sell with kids' films, and it is delightful. So nobody died. Nobody. No. And and it's it's about these two kids in middle, not middle school, in elementary school, and their friendship and the creativity, and this superhero is hilarious, and the voices. I mean, Kevin Hart will make you pee in your pants. And plus, it's so fun for all the kids, because it's like poopy and pee-pee talk. I mean, like, (laughs) all the kids were bursting out laughing, and there are clever moments. I did miss you. So I stayed home on this trip, because we just have to, it's divide and conquer. We've had a crazy May. We've had so many events. We never even talked about the Duncan event, which was so much fun, and my kids, oh no, I got unplugged, but here I am. Do you hear me now yeah my kids made me this beautiful mother's day coffee cup from our um duncan event which i loved so that was fun We've that all the moms came out we had alicia silverstone diary of a kid in indianapolis then we had her in new york and now captain underpants and tomorrow is a big day we for have you. a guest here in our studio who just said we're taking multitasking to another level and now when i, I hear it's like chaos it is so now this is like the end yeah. tomorrow we have our last big event yes of the last month we've had Pretty much like three to four events every week and tomorrow is the susan g komen mm-hmm. impact awards which we will be at and we're very excited I mean, which about. will be at you're like so nonchalant about it. denise is getting the impact <laughs> award it is the biggest deal ever she has made a lot of noise and a lot of impactful moments through her journey of breast cancer and we're so proud of her let's have the audience applaud that one i mean this is unbelievable and I will have to control myself so I don't like stand up and like shout and like scream for her. Cause it's, I, will. I can, I can be myself. You can. I can do like woot, okay, well, woot. It's listen. like an elegant lunch. And so, I'm like woot, woot. No, so kidding. you can all tell that we're very excited to be here today. It's been a very chaotic couple of weeks for us, but we have a great show that mm-hmm. we're really excited about. We have a couple of moms in studio, which is really fun. We've just started doing this. So if you are listening and would like to join us, please email us moms at the moms.com. And I forgot this is like my home office and I I'm embarrassed that I didn't warn you guys that I threw out my couch a couple of weeks ago. And so this is our home studio. So we are we're in the process of making this a full studio. But we're really excited about yeah. it. And we're glad that you guys are here. But and we have skyline views for you. Just so it looks like we're on the 20th floor of like some office building. Right. So that's kind of cool, right? But we have coming up. Yes. We have um, an author of a really powerful book, which um, also Beauty has- Sick. It's amazing. And so she'll I, be I don't even know what to say about it. She has it's a unbelievable. great video that's online that's all about. Yeah, go to our Facebook page, The Moms Network, because this video, if you have daughters, if you have children, it will like hit you to the core about how you look at yourself in the mirror, how you speak about yourself as women and mothers, because they hear and pick up on everything. And if your child's on social media, what they're seeing and how they're having a perception of their own body. And it really hit me so hard when I watched it. It was It's like a, a minute video, but I have two two daughters and I'm watching them watch themselves in the mirror. I'm watching them get ready. They're both in 
you know, different fields where there are body perceptions with gymnastic and gymnastics and ballet, not different fields, but different after school activities. So and I have to tell you also for boys I also that video and I just kept thinking to myself, this, this is not just girls. So we're going to talk to the author yeah. shortly. But first we have, there's a couple of things that have been going on in both of our worlds that both of our kids who are 12 are obsessed Lily's 12 this week yay they're obsessed with YouTube and it's a big topic that's been going on in my home I think I maybe haven't been so firm about it because both of my kids who are 12 and 9 want YouTube channels and they actually both and I think I'm on top of things I really am like every time they're on their phone I'll say to them what are you watching what are you listening to is that appropriate let me see it but they both created YouTube channels without me knowing and so then Elias did that too. Right. So Jaron, so he created it. And then I said, well, you know what, Jaron, you're not allowed to upload any videos unless I've seen them and approved them. And I've also sort of drilled it into his head that whatever videos he's making, it has to have a point, right? It has to like be insightful. It has to teach somebody something. It can't just be like, hey, look at me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be interesting. So what's he going to do? So he did. He did a video. So then, you know, there's a part of it that I find really amazing that he's being creative and he's teaching himself how to edit. You know, there's a part of it that I try to think about that's really great for him. Um, so his first video, he actually like went through his phone and did vi- pick, took pictures from our whole year of my breast cancer journey. And he did a video about that, mm. which, so there's a part of it that's really great. But then, you know, I'll get a notification that he uploaded a video. I'm like, you can't do that. Like, you know, he's, he's 12 years old and, and then he's so worried about how many subscribe. I have 30 subs. I'm like, what are you talking about? subscribers like he's so worried about how many subscribers and how many people are watching it well that's a whole other conversation and that's also part of the beauty sick book in a few minutes she talks about how these girls now are all obsessed with they got a new like a new follower like that's that's a whole other social media conversation that's our next topic i have that down here too about but i want to go back to youtube for a minute like lily Sydney wants a cooking YouTube channel. She like she's obsessed with the baking videos. Um, I've watched them with her. We sit on the couch and watch them together. They're, I like to bake, so I am fascinated by them. And but she can't at eight years old be in the kitchen like putting cookies in the oven and no. cracking eggs. So like her having a YouTube video or channel, excuse me, would would cause me to be just as invested and involved. And that's I'm not sure business. right, that I have the time. And she's obsessed with Bertelli's family. That's but the family that goes cook. I know. And not now she wants to go to Saigon or I don't know where she wants to go because Bertelli's family went to Japan or something. I don't know. No, but here's my question. Why can't she just cook? Why does it have to be that she wants to make a video and then share it with the world? Because that is the world now. Unfortunately, it's disgusting. It's really, I mean, we do bake and we, we don't, sometimes I Instagram it cause it's fun and cute and people are interested in what I'm doing a little bit. I think, I don't know, but, um, maybe not. I don't know, but, um, it's good for business posting, right? Denise, <laughs> but it what is. I, but, but the whole YouTube thing is, is tricky because, you know, it's funny a couple of days ago, Adam Cohn from data rocks, um, came up to Sydney and I on the street and he was like, you need to get this girl a YouTube channel. Because I guess he watches like what we're doing a little bit. And then she was all over me about it again. Like she sort of dropped the ball a little bit. 
I don't know. Like maybe if she was dancing on it because she's so such a good dancer, it could help other people. I don't know yet. I'm not there, and we don't have it. Right. But Elias but my did son make will one. Say to me, he'll say, "Mom, I can make money off of this." You know, it's like they have a few. So there's a part of it that's also, wow, he's thinking about making his own it's money. Entrepreneurial, right? He's an entrepreneur at 12, and he's thinking about making his own money. But, but the thing is, you're gonna have to manage that, and that's a full time job. What do you, you, you should edit this out. What does it say? What's the message? What are you posting? Da, da, da. And you know, it's exhausting. Right. Because then kids YouTube channels, right, because then he'll be frustrated that he hasn't gotten enough subs in a certain amount of time. And he's seeing all the other kids his age with like, who've been at it for five years and there'll be, they'll become a frustration thing to it. I don't know. I don't know. But, but again, they all have it. I think these days, don't they? I, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to say now you can't have a YouTube channel, but I think that at 12, I can still say, Hey, you're still learning. Uh, it's great that you want to learn how to edit. It's great that you're going to figure out how to be creative and do something interesting. But in the back of your mind, do you ever think, hmm, maybe he could be famous? No, why from would I YouTube? think that? Because they all are thinking that. Well, they are thinking that. I'm not thinking that. I'm thinking... Well, at least he's maybe doing you should. Something. No, <laughs> maybe he's doing. He's entrepreneur. He's well, thinking you know dollars. <laughs> but he might do that if I wasn't monitoring it, because then he'd get subs from doing something stupid. <laughs> you know, funny. subs from yeah. I know. It's the wild, wild west Janine, again. Your kids are younger. Look at Janine. She's like, and I think that, and they like to be rock stars. Yeah. Do they have YouTube channels? Wait, you should also, and her kids, and my kids always ask all the time, why do her kids have Instagram, even though well, you run it? So you have a whole kid, thing going on. Yeah, I do have a whole thing going on. My son does have his own um, blog, and he does have his own Instagram as well as YouTube channel, but he does do reviews for Nintendo. So he reviews Nintendo games as well as a lot of other toys. So his, um, his YouTube channel is JDP Trags, as well as his Instagram and his blog is JDP's World. But I will tell you that my five-year-old daughter, Gia Amelia underscore, <laughs> is all has also now. Do you want to plug that again? Yeah, Gia Amelia <laughs> underscore. She's also become obsessed with likes, and you know I manage their Instagram accounts, and I guess from seeing all the other kids, older kids, her obsession has now become with the likes. Like, mom, how many likes did I get? She doesn't know like how many people are following her, but she always wants to know how many likes she's. I getting. know, I know it. And I try to explain to her, Gia, it doesn't matter who else likes it; it's that we like it. As long as you like it. I think we should take our kids off social media. I know. Oh, no, I'm not there. I'm not there yet. I Elias, Elias took his app. He said he took good. them off this weekend. He said, anyway. I'm taking a social media break. He did on his own? I don't know. It's what he told me. But then someone <laughs> said they saw him snapping about the dog we were watching this weekend. So oh. maybe he only took Instagram well, up. I don't I know. I took my son's phone away for a week last week. Oh my God. Did he survive? <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. He knew that he had lost it for not doing, you know, his schoolwork properly or whatever. And so he never even asked me um, every day. Like, he knew he was getting it back in a week. And the truth is, he was fine. He was fine. And he didn't need it. And it was nice to not have him always looking and always wondering what everybody else is doing. He was totally fine. There's something to be said for not giving the kids any of these devices during the week. And I know people do that. Maybe maybe as they get older, it's That's harder. That's the greatest thing 
that I am looking forward to when they go to camp. Me too. In the summer, they don't use it. But I want to ask, Sandra, your kids are older. So how do you deal? Do they have YouTube channels? Or you don't <laughs> you even know? know. This is also foreign to me because ignorance is bliss. You know, my kids are much older now and we didn't even have this How technology. old are they? They're 23 and 20. Okay. And ironically, my son, who just got an internship, took down his YouTube um, profile because when you're looking to get an internship and going to college, there are some things that you don't want the admissions person to see or there are some things that reflect you know you did when you were 10 and you might not be so proud of it so it's something that you really have to think about so he just took it down he actually took on it down his on his own that's right he took it down on his own um but again you know my kids my you know i think when my daughter was maybe four or five i got a flip phone <laughs> and if, if anybody remembers that actually and my daughter didn't even get a flip her own flip phone until she was 12. Wow. so you know i'm very grateful that i didn't have that you have much more to contend with and i could see that but um i think there's going to be a time when it's going to be a vip experience to actually leave your phones at the hotel and have no cell service right you know time to connect again and i think it's great to actually take the phone Can away you do that with your kids now that they're older no that ship has sailed but right. at the same time i think they do remember a time when they didn't have it so my daughter is telling me that she when she goes out with her friends they don't have their phones out because they remember what it was like not to they do so our right. kids are in this generation where they've always had them exactly it's so interesting wow okay nicole what about you you have an 11 year old and is your 11 year old do they have a youtube channel uh, yeah, my daughter Brianna, she's 11, and she actually just started a YouTube channel. Um, as you said, the same thing on her own, but then when I found it, I said, listen, everything has to be approved. How did you find it? Um, just, you know, on her phone, because I saw her recording something, but she's actually doing Roblox. So she has this app that she records herself playing. Um, so you don't actually see her, you just kind of hear her voice. Um, she does actually have an app where she can record her face, you know, like these other gamers are doing. Um, and she kind of has commentary over her, her games. So I guess with that, I'm not as concerned about, you know, what she's doing. It's just, um, you know, those people who are finding her and then trying to chat with her on the actual um, right. game. But, you know, she does talk about likes and things and subscribers. Well, and what I do you really, say to her when she does that? Um, I really don't, you know, kind of, in, uh, I guess, get her excited about it. I don't share it with anybody else. I don't try to hype it up for her. You know, I let it be her little thing that she has with her friends and not kind of trying to make it where I'm trying to promote her also. Um, and I think that kind of keeps it where it's just a fun, you know, thing for her. And uh, she does musically too. So with that, I say, no songs with curse words, no talking to strangers. Um, but she has really a lot of fun with it. Her personality is kind of out there and kooky. So it is fun to watch. I mean, sometimes when I'm monitoring her videos, I go back and I'm cracking up. Um, but you know, I don't really let her see that too much. I'll watch it later at night in the bed right. or whatever. Um, just so she doesn't really see that I'm encouraging it. Um, but I also just support, you know, her little fun hobby right. for now. It's so interesting. And the more, you know, it, I guess it's helpful to hear that other kids the same ages have YouTube channels because I was always, you know, I was a little bit late to let him have Instagram, although Melissa, you were later. And um, now I guess the next thing is YouTube, right? These or musically, right. big problem with so Lily. So what's next then, right? What's the next I'm thing? I'm scared, I don't right. know. I mean, Someone's my... gonna dress our kids and they'll be like robots. Right, so, okay. <laughs> so, so I guess the moral of the story is I'm gonna let him have his YouTube as long as I keep monitoring it and 
really digging in that it has to be smart content. It's a full-time yeah. job. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks. Then I, you know, well, you know what that's going about... to do you know what that's going to do for me? What? You want to know what that you tell me what that's going to do for it's me. It's going to mean that Lily needs one too. Uh-huh. Sorry. We're like family. Yeah. So, well, right. Denise, so Jaren Denise's got kids have da da da. Why is You're Denise pressure. doing that? Where's Mom Denise pressure. going? Why aren't we going with Denise? Yeah, but you know what you should do with <laughs> with Sydney for your um she wants to cook. Right? She wants a cooking channel so you could do Hello Fresh, which is a sponsor of oh, the show. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, HelloFresh, like my 15 year old should be an ambassador for HelloFresh. He's made every dish. He's like tagged them, Instagram them. He's obsessed and I'm obsessed. The other night he made me the pesto panko crusted chicken with this delicious arugula salad with these roasted potatoes. It was like gourmet. I'm not even kidding. Now, the aftermath of the cleaning is the hoo-ha, but HelloFresh Hello makes it very easy. So if you are looking for new and healthy options for dinner, but want to enjoy it and have fun, we've got the answer for you. HelloFresh, like I just said, it is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. Each week, they create delicious recipes designed to take 30 minutes. How nice is that? And you don't have to be the master chef, although my son is. They source the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantity, so there's no food waste. And the best part, it's delivered right to your doorstep, and it's less than 10 bucks a meal. So go to HelloFresh.com, check it out, and sign up today for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. Enter the Moms30 promo code. That's HelloFresh.com, and use promo code the Moms30 to save 30 bucks off the first week. Thank you, HelloFresh. I love it. I have to try it again. It I is do. so good. Jaren's he came over, Jaren. He's like, we didn't get these options. Oh, what did you do? The veggies? Really? Did you do all veggies? No. We, we had, had steak. Like something. We had steak. We had pork. We had, I didn't eat the pork, but that's just because I don't eat pork. Amazing. It was really amazing. Hello, Fresh. If you're listening, we want more Hello, Fresh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, we're moving right along. Yeah, we're moving yeah, around this nicely. This is so fun having yeah. people here. So, Thank you to Janine for booking our yes, studio audience amazing. today. Amazing. We love it. And again, if anybody out there wants to join us, you can let us know on Instagram at yes, The Moms Network. Yes, and by Network. the way, there's free lunch from the Crosstown Diner. How amazing. cool is that? I mean, honestly. In the Bronx. And yeah, and P.S. my son had Crosstown Diner after for the whole week. So I know. thank you, Crosstown yes, Diner. Have, it's a nice little <laughs> thing we have going in our home studio here with lunch it's so great but we also like to feature other moms mm-hmm. doing amazing things so this is our mom of the week mom of the week nominate yourself nominate a friend this is the segment where the moms celebrate moms did you create a new product launching a business want exposure for your charity or spread awareness for something you are passionate about or do you just want to celebrate your friend you could be the mom's mom of the week that was very like staccato. Sandra, there you go. Do you know Sandra what that means? started a business, which is called Boost, which she will tell us about. But what really caught my eyes when I was checking out your website, you had an article that you wrote, which is called Starting a New Business at 50. And your website is boostwr.com. So first, Sandra, tell, we already know because you joined us earlier on the show that your kids are older in their 20s, but you started a new business in your 50s. Yes, and it's been so much fun. Uh, no, actually, it has been. It's been rejuvenating, and it's uh, and this is my second act. You know, my kids, like you guys, again, I don't even remember how I did it now that I'm looking at you, and you are definitely making it look easier. <laughs> but I think it's actually harder. You weren't here an hour before the right. show started, baby. <laughs> this is a big song and dance going on right now. No, I'm kidding. But you make it look easy, so that's, what, that's what's important. Um, 
Yeah, I think when they're little, you know, I always said you can have it all, but you can't have it all at once. So at each stage of my kid's life, I always did something. Um, and when I was 50, I realized, I looked back, I said, what did I really love doing when I was younger? And it was fashion. You know, my and you, mother, what were you doing? Though? Well, I was in real estate, so okay. I'm still in residential real estate because I still have to make a living. I have two kids going to college, so it's not the ideal time to start a new business. But you know what? If you don't do it now, you'll never do it. And um, my mother was a seamstress growing up, and I always, you know, just enjoyed watching her make things. And even though I can't even sew a button, I always knew quality and I always knew what I liked. So basically, Boost, Boostware came out of a necessity from when I was much younger. I was, you know, let me just say that I developed very quickly. I went from an A to a double D within a year. And uh, if there are a lot of moms out there who can connect with their kids who do who are developing a much quicker speed. And uh, there is a lot of data out there that girls are just developing much faster, whether it's hormones, uh, whether we're just all evolving and whatever's in something's in the air, but the girls are just getting more buxom. It's and unbelievable. It I see my son's friends come in the door and I am like, oh my God. Right. Like that is a woman in my apartment right now. Right, and some on of them Nintendo. Don't know what to do with them. <laughs> You're funny today. It's like a boy's dream. Like the 13 year old is looking at her as if, like, oh my gosh, she's a goddess. Oh my. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. The yeah. woman playing Nintendo. You know, it's like confusing with the you know the whole right. voluptuous. Yeah. Yeah, but meanwhile, you don't know what to do with yourself, and that was me. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you go to you you know camp, and then you go to a pajama party, and everybody's wearing these cute little you know tank tops, and you're looking. Okay, at so them, what like, did you do? So what did I I do is what did you create as I so I called it boostware because what it is is it's not in a bra and it's not meant to feel like a bra but it's something that will take you from sleepwear to loungewear it's something that you can adjust and look great can in I see when it? you wake up sure obsessed okay but our listeners can't see it right so but we're gonna tell us a hold on for more. the younger girl we're gonna send them to the mom's top. Instagram and we're gonna take a picture yeah. of you holding this after uh, for the younger girl I made a tank and um a cami and a short set and but uh, this isn't i would wear this to sleep are, in because i'm going to tell yeah. you what happens okay because they're so floppy now if i don't wear a bra yeah, and my son and when i come home i like to take the entire you know war band off of me <laughs> right and i want to be comfortable and he does not like he's like always like put a bra on now i know because they're so floppy and droppy and i'm walking around like this this would be genius and i could sleep in this absolutely okay but let me ask you a question though so you started a completely new business you'd never done this before so really what what would you say to everyone out there who at age 50 or 40 or 60 or whatever wants to start a new business what what are the most important things that you learned and how did you do it first of all you need support right you can't is that do financial it. or mental? both both finance i mean <laughs> well Financial, you need support all your life, Lindsay. Uh, no. Um, well, I've always been, I think, all girls and, and men and boys, too. You know, you're, we're independent. We should all have our own thing. Um, I think for me, it was teaching my kids that it's just never too late to do something that you love. You know, here they were going off to college and pursuing their dream. And we've been supporting them, obviously, financially, but more, you know, and as you'll see, you're supporting their passion. And I said, well, what happens to my passion? And it's, you know, when is that happening? And I think if we wait long enough, we'll make enough excuses. And then at a certain point, you just have to do it. You just have to dive in. So basically talking about it and I, and everybody says, oh, but then someone's going to take your idea. It's like, 
who cares? You know, someone, if someone would have done it already, it's about execution. So the more I told people and the more I got validation about it, it's like, wow, okay, now I have to actually do it. I can't just say it. I have to actually do it. And then having just a trunk show when I first started, and that's what it was. So just you, doing made, a trunk you had show. the maid, you made, I had the maid and it was really important for me to have a maid in the U.S. You know, um, people don't understand what goes into an actual garment and the stitching involved and the tech, just the whole technical part of it, especially for a bigger girl. You know, it's not just about slabbing, you know, a little tank top. You know, there's side boob going on and then for the older woman who wants a uni boob, you know, and also I made it front adjusting because I'm not an acrobat. You know, I'm not a contortionist. I can't get to the back to, to adjust something. Exactly. Isn't that amazing? I know. Like, why hasn't someone figured that out already? I think it's because, honestly, most of the people out there in the marketplace making lingerie are men. Right. You know? That is so and, <laughs> brilliant. Let me see it now for a second. And then now make you're something so right. that so You can adjust your own straps. Exactly. Right. So if you brilliant. want to make it tighter, you adjust it from the front and not from the back. There also, There's also a hook and an eye. So basically... It's all about how you want to control it. You want to make it loose, make it loose. And then in the morning, you know, like Melissa said, if you want to wake up and want to look decent in front of your son. Right, it's or sexy even too, for yourself, by I the think, way. You know, it could be sexy too. Yeah, I think so it's cute. Really yeah, Anthony would like that. I like the sexy part I that looks appropriate. I want to have lingerie that women buy for themselves. It's right. not a five-minute piece, which, of course, there's a place for that in the bedrooms. But this is for us, you know, that we can walk around. I'd say it takes you from sleeping to lounging. I right? love that. Amazing. Okay, tell our listeners again one more time where they can find out more about you and this product, which we're going to put on the Moms Network's Instagram stories, and we'll put it somewhere else so people can and see it. And your story is really amazing. Thank you. So Thank you. It's you. very, it's really, and just being here, it's just so exciting because it just rejuvenates. I think that's another thing. It just, you know what? It's never too late. It's never too late. It's www.boostwr.com. So Boost WR. What's the WR for where? Where? Yeah. A lot of things are taken. We're, we're looking at um, a different ones too. You can also go to getboostwear.com www.getboostwear.com altogether. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, well, good luck to you. And it's yeah. never too late. Remember that, moms and yeah. dads, anybody with an idea and passion, right? Passion. Yeah. I think it's like what you said. If your kids see that you love what you're doing, then then in turn, they're going to pursue what they like. My mom always worked, and that's just something that I saw. But for every parent, for every mom, they have to choose what's right for them. And if a happy mom is a great mom. Amen. Thank you so much. Okay, so now we are joined by the author, Renee Engeln, who has written a new book, Beauty Sick, How the Cultural Obsession with Appearance Hurts Girls and Women. Now, we just posted this video that you created. It's like a one-minute video on our The Moms Network Facebook page. And I have to tell you, a mom of two daughters, I was disturbed. I was upset. I was in shock. But at the same time, Renee, I'm going to tell you, I have always loved my body. I celebrate my body in front of my children. And I am very conscious how I behave about beauty in front of my and children. And I want to say something else. Also, I just showed it to Melissa because a friend of ours, Lisa Sharkey, sent it to us. And I have two mm -hmm. boys. And I said, wow, this is so brilliant. But I want it to be for my boys, too. Of course. Of course. I think we want all our children to have a healthy relationship with their bodies. Um, and I love to hear that that you're body confident in front of your daughters. I think I that's am big time. Of the I don't mean to sound obnoxious, but yeah, I no. am. It, no, it's important. Let it me tell you something. It's obnoxious to say that. 
Okay. Okay. But I want to say one thing though, where I can't be involved and what bothers me is, and it was the, the likes and the social media stuff because my middle-aged daughter who's 12, Mm -hmm. I know is on that Instagram and musically and looking at these women and girls and whoever, because it's the wild, wild west out there. And I know I see her looking in the mirror when she's doing some of her makeup because she loves makeup now. And I don't know if she loves makeup Mm -hmm. because she's watching people do their makeup and I don't remember at 12 if I was so obsessed with makeup. Definitely so, not. We were definitely not. Yeah, I don't so, think so. So Renee, tell us about your studies and why you decided to write this book and do the video. Sure. Um, I wrote this book because I'm worried about all those little girls out there. And I'm worried about the young women and adult women um, that they're turning into because of this intense beauty culture. I think you're right that we didn't face these kinds of pressures when we were their age. It wasn't this bad. It wasn't that we never worried about how we looked. I'm, I'm sure, certain when you were 12, you worried a little bit about how you looked, right? Um, I, I know that I did. But the climate that girls and women are living in now um, is, is really brutal in terms of constantly turning our attention toward our own appearance. And what I'm concerned about in particular is that it has the power to distract us from other things that matter more, from the things that we really care about, from areas where we really want to make a change in the world. Here's the other thing. I don't even think many women, and I should say no, I don't think many mothers are even conscious that they're doing it. They are probably getting dressed with their daughters, looking in the mirror, going, oh, this doesn't fit, or throwing it on the floor, and oh, I shouldn't have eaten. Mm -hmm. And And I'm telling you, it is the most hidden Probably, it's probably the most hidden problem of why mm-hmm. our daughters are behaving the way they are. Because I think that even when they they think they're having a great afternoon going shopping together, there's probably mm-hmm. a language and a behavior that's happening. Right. I hope that it's not happening, but it is happening automatically where the mother looks in the mirror and says, ugh, I need a bigger size or like whatever it is. <laughs> I, I just... It scares me, and I am so aware of it because I, I, I see it. I see it with women all the time. So I consciously even say to myself in front of my kids, God, I look good. Even if I don't like feel that good that day, I usually do, though. But like I am completely celebrating my body and myself all the time. And then I'll close the bathroom door and be like, ugh, the zit, this wrinkle, whatever, in my own <laughs> moment. But I never do it in front of my kids. I think you're absolutely right that a lot of this is happening without mothers or fathers even realizing it but our children are sharp right they're bright they hear what we say and what our daughters hear in particular is all of these subtle messages saying that part of being a woman is hating your body and it's a terrible message to give our daughters we don't want them to grow up with those fears and those concerns distracting them and depressing them or feeding anxiety. I think um, both mothers and daughters can agree. Uh, We've got a lot of other things to think about instead. What is the message that you um, really want to spread about what is the best way to deal with this today? Stop taking selfies. Yeah, I, I mean... Not all selfies are created equal, right? Selfies can be about self-expression and sharing who you are and confidence. But I think there's a real danger here. Some of us, when we think about being body positive, we think that just means talking positively about how we look all the time. But I don't think that the key to women getting a healthier relationship with their bodies is focusing more on how we look. 
I actually think it's, it's something entirely different. It's reminding ourselves that our bodies aren't meant just to be looked at, right? Our bodies are for doing things. They move us around in the world. They help us get things done. You know, those are the arms that pick up your kids and hug them. That's what bodies are for. But the message that girls and women hear all the time is, no, your bodies are for looking at, right? They're for being evaluated. They're for being judged. And so what I think we really need to do is fight against that idea and re-embrace our bodies as tools, as the things that help us master our environment. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, I think there was a bit of a movement with uh, some campaigns. I think Always had a campaign. There was something going around, hashtag run like mm-hmm. a girl or girl. Yeah. I mean, I think there is a movement of of young girls being celebrated that they can do anything like boys and to focus less on the physical. But um, for our listeners, where can they find out more about you, Renee, and where can they grab a copy of Beauty Sick? Um, you can get Beauty Sick anywhere books are sold and also on all the online retailers as well. And I'd love to see you on my Facebook page, which is easy to find. It's facebook.com backslash beautysick. We've got some good conversations going on there. Um, and I also have another webpage that's got more research on it as well, which is bodyandmedia.com. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And we hope that you are on the brink of something to make a difference. Thank you so much, Renee. Let's not forget boys, Renee, right? Sorry. (laughs) Thank you, though. Thank you for joining us. The next part of our show, I always say, is my favorite part. It's called (laughs) The Moms Do Your Homework. And it's just a little bit of something, wisdom or advice or something we've thought of that hopefully will help you during your week. So I can start. I have one, which is just so simple. It's always like the simple things. This morning as I was dropping off Jalen at school you know he's my little one so he's and he's almost nine and he walks holding my hand and he lets me kiss him on the playground and all of a sudden this morning he said to me I literally went to kiss him on the lips Mm. on the playground and he goes mom you're embarrassing me at school which is something that my older son did to me years ago and I my heart melted because I was like oh my gosh I like no no I I need another one and so it made me think that, you know what? Because he said, Mom, I'll still kiss you, just not on the playground like that. It's embarrassing. So I said, you know... Wait, is it embarrassing or embarrassing? Yeah, embarrassing. So I thought to myself, you know, maybe we should check in with our kids and ask them if there's anything that we do that embarrasses them. That's good, D. Yeah. So this way, we don't... Guess what? Do I it. don't care. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> no. Okay. And by the way, sometimes I would agree with you, but you know what? Maybe if, maybe he's been holding that in every day. Yeah, maybe. Because I do kiss him on the lips every morning at school. I know. I know. Look at all so, the moms are going, yeah, But you don't, don't feed it to him. Don't no. say, does this embarrass no. you when I do this? But just say, in yes. general, is there anything that you want to tell me ever? Is there anything that's yeah. embarrassing? Because leave the line of communication open. Ask them the question. That's don't good. feed it to them, but ask them. Because maybe there's something that they don't want to tell you. And if you ask them, maybe they will share it. That's a good mom's homework. We're going to bring in one more guest for my homework, because I want you to weigh in and intru- first introduce yourself. Here goes the, another, our last guest. What's your name? Uh, my name is Valerie. Yes. Go on, and your blog is? My blog is MommyR&R. Oh, my gosh. We all need MommyR&R. Yes. Okay, so here's my homework. So as you know, or maybe from the top of the show, you heard I was in Los Angeles hosting Captain Underpants, and the author, Dave Pilkey, was there. And it was so exciting to see how many kids brought their books, and he was the star. They couldn't care if Kevin Hart was there or not. The author of Captain Underpants was there. And it made me think 
because we're all so tired at night, but how important it is to curl up with a book with your kid. And you know what? You don't even have to read to your kid. You can be with your book side by side while your child's reading. And I want to know what your trick is to have your kids still loving books and literature because it is such a struggle in our house. And it is now, I, I actually went to the bookstore in the airport to buy a new book so that I read next to my kids because I think if they see you I loving books, the yes. then they're going to love books. What are you doing? Uh, I think that is the key, what you're saying. If they see your love of books, then they um, are going to just naturally um, gravitate towards that. Uh, but my kids are small. So my daughter is going to be seven and my son is going to be five. So he has just grown into loving books because when it's time for me and Ciara to read, he's jumping right in between. And, you know, so it's just natural for all of us. Mm -hmm. um, do so you read, do you have time to read a book for yourself? N no. No. <laughs> Pretend. No. Yeah, like, I'll, Elephant and Piggy, like. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. And do you read books to your children every night? Not every night, um, but I try to get it like three times a week because yeah. sometimes with like the hectic of it's too just busy, school, but it's yeah, a, and yeah. my own work and I can't lie. It's like, oh, I'm a little bit sleepy right now. How about like we play a game or how about you just tell me again what you did for your day? So yeah. I try to get some kind of rundown at the end of the night or my right. husband will step in and say. But P.S. I also want to say with the homework and books buy him a magazine like it can be anything yeah. like last night Sydney was just reading she's doing a play on Thursday and she was reading me the script like it can be anything, anything. so thank you mommy rnr.com yes. yes. and we want to thank everyone who participated in our show and our small well, studio just, audience just remind yes. everyone Nicole you want to just remind everyone your name and your blog yes, yes. Nicole I have Bronx Mama it's a website for Bronx families so okay Bronx and we have Sandra from boost wr com. so what a great audience today thank you all for joining us and we hope you have a great week yes thank you so much and bye bye <laughs> <laughs>